You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our Survivor coverage. Uh, we don't do much of it, but we're going to hear to talk about the merge episode and the comeback episode, whatever you want to call it. Insert title here because I don't remember it. Um, but we're just going to talk about Survivor. Colin's not here, so you're stuck with me, Rossi, and our very special guest who made a somewhat of an appearance last time we talked about Survivor. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but we have the lovely Jared here to talk about the Survivor merge episode. Jared, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, always happy to talk about Survivor. Even when it's bad? Even when it's bad. Even when your favorite players are not in the game? Even when they're not in the game, but at least they're still on the show, so take what you can get. So obviously we, Colin and I, talked about the premiere episode where we lost our beloved Reem in the very first mm-hmm. episode. Um, but obviously you weren't there to join us. Uh, so I thought I'd start off with you and your general thoughts on the season, who you like, who you don't like, what your kind of general thoughts on what's been going on in these first seven, six episodes or whatever. I think it's been um, good. I've enjoyed it. I mean, I don't think it's been an excellent season by any means, but I think my expectations were so low um, going in of how is Edge of Extinction going to work, like this is ridiculous, everybody's going to be on the jury, why did they bring back these returnees? Um, so I think with based on those low expectations, um, it's definitely exceeded those. I think we've had some, some good episodes, some exciting episodes. I think Edge of Extinction has worked to a point. It's been really interesting. You could complain about that it takes screen time away from, like, the rest of the show. I mean, the Kummer tribe, like, who even are they? Um, but I think overall, like, it's been really fun. Uh, it's been a fun season. Uh, I think now kind of everything's really starting to heat up. Um, favorite characters, I mean, definitely Reem, Wendy, um, pretty much the whole Edge of Extinction bunch. Uh, and then as for people still in the game... Um, that's a bit more difficult. I mean, I like kind of like the original, um, Manu tribe. So like the four or five of those who are left. Um, but I'd say probably at the moment, Dave, it's been my favorite player of the season. I was, I've been pleasantly surprised at how well the editing has been. Not in terms of, uh, oh, I didn't see that episode blindside or whatever, that kind of stuff. But in terms of, you know, we all have this kind of another element to it this edge of extinction and it hasn't been too much of the screen time but it's been just enough where we're seeing what's been going on there how people are getting along and everything and we're still getting as similar kind of storytelling as we would in a normal season the only thing is we're losing a lot of people on that i don't even know the name of the tribes but the orangey color tribe that keeps winning Mm -hmm. but i'd say that's only a we're not seeing them because they're winning not we're not seeing them because we're on edge of extinction or we're at the other tribe. We're just they're just winning, so there's no reason to show them as much unless you know. I'd say if Wendy was on that tribe, maybe we'd see them because they'd have the chickens or this or that or the other thing. But otherwise, we wouldn't see them. Yeah. So I think it's been pretty good on that end. Obviously, there's a lot of people who I don't even know what they're thinking yet. It's like we haven't heard from Julia. I think her name is mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, Aurora has been gone and like even people who have been there like gavin and eric are still like big question marks and obviously you and i share a lot of similarities i love wendy wendy's my favorite will probably be my favorite of the season until 
the end. And yeah, David, I've been very impressed with David so far. And it's so hard to talk about anyone else because it's been so crazy. I'm definitely liking Rick or Devins as he's called on the show, but we'll see how it goes come future. What have your general thoughts been on the twist, the edge of extinction and how it's worked so far, especially with Jeff teasing it at the very beginning of the episode saying, like, there are the moments where it takes a while to become iconic. And then there are those moments that just are, this is one of them. And like <laughs> teasing it up so much. What, how has the twist been going for you? I think it's worked well. I think the um, players coming back and that whole entrance, I don't know if it was um, as climactic as you probably thought it would have been. Um, I think it kind of loses it a bit um, just based on the fact that all the players voted out were pretty much from the same tribe bar Aubrey. Um so it's not like for most of like the Kummer tribe, there wasn't really a, oh my goodness, somebody's going to return who hates me. Like it was pretty much all like for like the Manu players, like somebody's going to come back who I voted out, um, like unless Aubrey was able to make her way back in. So I think that kind of sucked a bit of the tension out of it. Um, but I think overall, like it, it was a good moment. Um, the island itself, I've loved the like mini like treasure hunts that they've gone on. I think that was a really interesting way to do stuff. And I love the way that the time's being divided there, that it's not like a standard, like at the start of the episode, we'll go to edge of extinction and that's it. Um, so in that way, like just the fact that it differs from redemption island, like this is your one segment of the episode. Um, the fact that you don't know when we're going to switch back to edge of uh, extinction is I think an interesting um, way to play it. Yeah, that's a very good point. We've had the kind of breakup. Like, I felt like Redemption Island, it was the same thing every time. You go there first, someone's out, and then you see them at the very end when someone new comes. And it's been, they've brought, bro- uh, broken it up really well. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the one tribe lost so much that there is not as much drama with the, you know, returning to the game. Because mm. there are five people that went to Tribal Council for their first time this episode. So obviously they have no stake in this. Like, yeah, they were on the tribe with Aubrey, but they didn't vote her out. They knew her for a little bit and that's it. So it's unfortunate that that had to happen. I almost wish that they made an on the fly decision to switch it up and just not do a competition now and just wait till a little bit later so that there would be more stake for everyone. But I mean, the challenge turned out really amazing. I was impressed that it was honestly the, most even competition so far that we've seen like everyone just Jeff said everyone had a chance to win and it felt that way obviously there were some people who were out of it more than others but it still felt so fair I know I was personally upset that our girl Wendy didn't pull it out at uh, the final minute but it was still such a great challenge and I think that the the way that they handled it was interesting and especially how they let on those people like that they were out, but they weren't out of the game. I felt like we knew that, Mm. but I knew that they didn't know that. That was quite interesting. Unfortunately, we lose two right off the bat as they get back, and then they decide to leave. I know that those were two of your more people that you liked out of the group, Um, so I'm assuming you were devastated at the loss. Yeah, definitely. I think the way it was handled, too, was just really weird to me. Like It felt like there needed to be more 
explanation or I don't know. I just thought like it, the first moment that somebody like raised the flag saying like, to signal the boat to pick them up, you thought it was going to be this really big um, moment. And then instead you just have like Aubrey, Chris and Reem just standing there on the beach. And then all of a sudden you just cut to this shot of Wendy and Keith walking towards the flag and raising it together. It was just really weird. Um, the way that it was handled and they got like a little snippet of explanation like afterwards. Um, but I just expected that to be this kind of like massive moment of somebody really, you seeing them like struggling episode to episode and a real build up and then finally um, them quitting. But it was just really weird. And the fact it happened straight after um, like the challenge, like same day pretty much when they decided, oh yeah, we're going to stay. And then it was kind of this quick 180. It would have been um, nice to see more of the reasoning behind it. Yeah, it was very weird because, you know, Keith was probably the one that struggled the most. You know, Wendy wasn't really there to struggle. Keith was yep. there from, like, day five, six, or whatever. So you can see why he may want to leave. But what threw me off is when Jeff told them that they're going to go back, he seemed, everyone seemed, like, so ready to go back. Like, they had still a chance to get back in to play and everything. And then to have them leave was weird. Like, if they were not as enthused, like... You know, they just seemed, seemed so, like, a 180 twist that they just were like, oh, now I'm done. Mm. Like, I, it just the, it didn't make sense there, and we barely heard from, like you said, we barely heard anything about why they did that or what reasoning they had. You know, it was just unfortunate that we lost them. I mean, obviously, we know that for the, for this twist to be good, people need to leave. Like, if it's that hard yes. out there, then you want people to leave. Like, that, that proves that it's tough. But at the same time, like, if we don't understand why or get it, then it's not going to be as interesting to watch or, you know, we can't get behind the twist as much, you know? Mm. I think with, like, more people out there, too, you you lose almost that element of, of the struggle because they're, like, building their own society. They've got company now, like, Chris is fishing, um it almost loses those elements from the initial episode when it was like, it was just Reem out there. It was just like Reem and Keith out there. And you kind of wonder too, if we're going to get those moments where people are really angry at the person who's arriving next. Um, Cause we saw like this episode, like when, when Joe arrives, it's like open arms because these people don't really have anything to do with him being voted out. Like, as, when, as soon as we get these people from the other tribe, like, we're missing that element that I really enjoyed of, like, Reem just, like, going off at everybody when they come in and, like, chewing these people out right when they've been voted out. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And interesting, too, that, like, Keith and Wendy, by, like, leaving at this point, miss the jury, where I suppose we don't know what's going to happen, but I assume anybody else maybe, like, if they choose not to go to Edge of Extinction, are they automatically on the jury at this point? Or if they leave from Edge of Extinction, are they on, still on the jury at this point? It'll be interesting to see what happens there. And when we, I remember we, early not we, but you know, in the season, we've seen a lot from Lauren complaining, oh, she's really hungry, she can't eat this or that or everything. But that was kind of a result of the airtime of a tribe that was very small. Mm-hmm. They were at max four people, or admittedly there were four people most of the time. And that's kind of the stuff that you see when, you know, there's not all these people. Like, you know, you're not going to get scenes in the merge where, oh, I'm hungry or, oh, I'm this or, oh, it's tough out here or anything like that. Because there are so many people to show. So I'm guessing that's probably just going to carry as the numbers get small in the Nerge tribe. 
and just get bigger at the edge of extinction. Because I'm guessing the three that are there now are probably not going to leave anytime soon. Like, no oh, way yeah, Aubrey's leaving. Chris is going to stay, and Reem seems too determined to, and stubborn to not want to leave. Yes. Yep. So it's only just going to get more and more and more people um, building up there. And, and you obviously know Joe's not going to go anywhere, all these kinds of things. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in terms of airtime when the numbers are completely opposite. Yeah, when you have, like, 12 people there and four people still left in the main game. Yeah, it'll um, be interesting. It'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, so obviously they get the merge feast at like 25 people still in the game. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that was um, interesting. Obviously we've been waiting for this merge. Lauren has been waiting for this merge a lot longer than the rest of us. Um, and this is kind of immediately where the gameplay starts. I thought it was really interesting to see Rick kind of come back in the game and see who's open to working with him. And it is so weird that he immediately kind of latched on to uh, Julie, the older woman. I don't know. Is that her name? Yep. Julie. Yeah, Julie. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of clicked so quickly. And I thought it was interesting the way that she was saying, you know, you can't just send him back right away. That would be evil. Yeah. And then like cut to Kelly, like, and Lauren having a conversation saying, you know, Rick's an easy vote. Let's just do that to save ourselves. It's, it's quite interesting to see how the gameplay just turned out. Um, Obviously, none of that would come to fruition, as neither of the people targeted at this moment will go out. But uh, the gameplay definitely started right away. I think it was good to see Rick get back into it right away, kind of make those bonds. Yeah. And we obviously have to talk about the idol that he gets in this episode, which I thought was a really nice touch. I didn't expect that at all, like the half idol, um, where he's got to give half to someone, and then it's good once he survives Tribal Council. Uh, what were your thoughts on the idol and his decision to give half of it to David? Was that smart? Um, I think it was, well, I mean, in hindsight, it's a good move. At the time, I was kind of like, ooh, because they were both kind of up for the boot, and I'm like, how is this going to, like, uh, I figured kind of like one of them is somehow going to go home. Um, but even, like, even somebody, if somebody had gone, and the fact that you would still have like half an idol i feel like that's still like a good bargaining chip to like play off as like a fake idol like when are you gonna get that chance to have something that really looks authentic um so i thought that was a nice twist in the sense of like even if this doesn't work out there's still like an opportunity to use it Uh, i like the fact that he didn't automatically have immunity um like i suppose they did in pearl islands when they came back um so that was nice that it wasn't like a guaranteed safety that you kind of had to work for this idol um I think it potentially would have been more interesting if it was a player who was kind of burnt by their whole tribe coming back, so then they did reach out to the other tribe to kind of use it to build up an alliance. Um, But the fact that Rick had, like, a strong um, alliance partner in David, I think that was just the smartest move to to give it to your alliance partner so then they're kind of guaranteed to give it back to you um, so you can kind of form a full idol. Because if you gave it to somebody else, there's no guarantee that they're going to give it back to you anyway, so you have a full idol. after this tribal council. Yeah, that's a fair point. I was wondering if he would at all use it as like a, ch- a bargaining tool, like, hey, I have this idol, but I don't have it yet kind of deal that may, I have half of it, but there's another half out there that uh, kind of deal. Maybe he could use that to his strengths or something. I, I just was wondering if he was going to use it maybe because we saw so much with him and Julia. I was like, maybe he's just going to deal with her. At the end of yeah. the day, it makes sense to kind of 
do it with your closest ally that you have. So no fault there. Um, we'll see how it plays out come future episodes. I think it was definitely a good twist and I'm glad that we have it just, even though it didn't happen in this episode, quickly want to touch on the, the little twist we got earlier in the season where Rick got that vote that he gave to Aubrey from the edge of extinction. Um, are we liking that aspect of the edge too, where there's the actual advantages that can play in the game? Um, I feel like I'm on the fence. I feel like in one way, I like really enjoyed that whole treasure hunt and them solving the map. Um, so the fact that it kind of gave us that, um, I liked about it, but I don't know. It feels weird that people outside the game in a sense can influence what's happening in it. I think it's one thing if you're in the game and you're on a tribe and you find an advantage, but it has to be given to the other tribe. Um, the fact that it's these people who've been voted out, I don't know if they should really have a say. And then also the fact that it, he had to give it to somebody on the losing tribe, but then it didn't have to be played at that tribal council felt a bit weird. It was kind of like, well, why does it have to go to somebody on the losing tribe if they can hold on to it till final seven or whatever it was? Like, it felt like it was redundant that it had to go to that person. Um, but overall, I don't know. I just like that there's things happening on Edge of Extinction. Um, so maybe not the fact that it's influencing the game, but the fact that there's stuff happening to keep that screen time interesting and to keep, I suppose, the people on Edge of Extinction on their toes, like they're not just hanging out there doing nothing um is a good idea do you think we'll see more of it come you know as we only get more intense gameplay coming forward i feel like there's got to be like something else like you could like if there's going to be another there's obviously another point when they re-enter i figure there's probably going to be some sort of advantage or disadvantage tied up with that but you'd think in the meantime i feel like there'll be something else um yeah whether it's an idol or even like an idol nullifier now that that's a thing. Um, I feel like there's got to be something else out there for them to find and, and, and put back into the game. So moving on to the normal, the regular standard gameplay, we get a generic, boring, hold the idol challenge. Anything special about this to you? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, our winner, was that surprising to you? Uh, it was. Um, I think just because I feel like Julie has been like the, like, go to sit out um <laughs> which is probably not like her fault but it feels like she's being sat out a lot of challenges which i suppose is just a thing that happens if your tribe's up by so much um but then the fact that i was like why are you sitting her out challenges she's obviously like this like beast challenge person i mean we've seen her once but <laughs> beast challenge person who you probably should have been putting in the challenge instead of sitting out not that it made a difference to that tribe anyway yeah they never lost so and then we get this plan, which will ultimately come into fruition as we get back to camp, is the plan to get out Joe, which kind of came out of nowhere and ended up being the, the main decision that kind of came out. And the alliance that we have, obviously the whatever six that they call themselves, kind of has free range of doing whatever they want. And they decide to get out Joe, which is interesting. Were you on board with this plan? Did you think that it was smart to do now? Would you have leaned who would you have voted for kind of thing? Um, I was on board with the plan just because Joe to me is like the least interesting character um, in the game. I think he was the least interesting of the returnees, like the least deserving, if you can say that, of coming back. Um, I feel like we saw him play exactly the same game, um, not do anything different this whole episode. He was such like a train wreck with his, I'm just going to paint the flag and not like engage in conversation with anybody like his conversation with Ron was so like cagey and, and non-committal 
And it's like, well, no wonder you got sent out. Um, but I think for the Comer Six, I don't know if it was a great move. I feel like now there's potential if, like, the Manu people can somehow get back together, which will be interesting to see if they can after they've all just voted for each other, um, and then pull in, like, Aurora, who is obviously on the outs as well, then you have a potential 6-6 six, six kind of next episode. I feel like maybe this was a little bit too early. I don't think Joe was going to, like, go anywhere. Um, so I think getting kind of Kelly out this episode probably would have been the smarter move and then to kind of uh, take out one of their original tribe members next time um, just so they had like secure numbers moving forward. Um, but overall, I'm kind of glad the result ended up how it did. It's it's tricky just because, um, you know, I feel this this kind of moment has shades of Samoa, shades of second chance almost where you make a decision at the merge and then you're like, okay, we'll just move forward with this thing next time. And then it doesn't go to plan. Yeah. Because someone will play an idol. And obviously they don't know that Kelly and Lauren both have an idol. And now Rick and David have an idol. So three of the four, or three of the five original members of that minority group have an idol. So obviously there's no way they can know that. But it's tricky to, to get rid of your own first and then kind of like, oh, we'll get rid of them later. Especially when Kelly's been known to kind of come back from the, oh, we can just get rid of her whenever. She's kind of yeah. that player that thrives off situations like that. So it'll be very interesting to see how the gameplay moves forward. And yeah, obviously, Aurora being this constant outcast of the group leaves her in a middle ground position as she can kind of do whatever she wants. I feel like with the merge so early as well, like, there's this big thing of, like, we've got to get Joe out while we have a chance. We may not get another chance to take him out. But here you're sitting at, like, how many people was it at the merge? Is it 13 people? Um, you've got until, like, final five to get Joe out before you've got fire making it, and then you've probably got no chance of getting rid of him. So you've got, like, what, seven, eight challenges to, like, to get him out. Like, I know he's an immunity threat, but realistically, is he going to win seven challenges in a row? Like, I don't think... Like, the record is five. Like, I feel like there's enough, like, leeway to, like, leave it around and, and wait for your next shot to get him out, because I feel like you're going to get another one. In terms of gameplay, obviously, I think it was worse, just because I think everyone's like, oh, Joe, 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 get rid of him. Threat, threat, threat. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, he can't win every challenge. It's impossible. Like, it, there is no way. Like, no one's done it. If he does it, that would be unbelievable and would deserve to win, I would say. Um, yeah, so one thing that we got this episode that is unique to any season is the merge saw the first members of the jury arrive. Um, what's going on here? Do we even have any idea? I did not expect this at all, to see Reem, Chris, and Aubrey show up. Yeah, this was... I don't know how... It was just really weird. I suppose they kind of want to give these people some insight into the game, maybe, um, but it felt weird just to the fact that earlier in the episode, it's this moment of like, as far as everybody else in the tribe knows, like they've gone home, like mm -hmm. they're out of it. And then you think that would be saved for like this big reveal of, oh, look, not only are the people you've earned out now coming back, but the original people decided to stay and they're coming back to try to get back in as well. But instead in the same episode, we just get this like lame, let's bring in the members of our jury and, like, the surprise is over within the same episode that, hey, guys, they're still um, in the game. I don't know. I don't understand kind of, like, 
the choice. I mean, maybe it's so people don't know if people have left Edge of Extinction or not would probably make the most sense. So if you have people still there and people who've quit, but then like the people who've quit are going to come from Ponderosa and and realistically they're going to have showered and look completely different than everybody else. So I figure it's maybe just to give these people an insight to what's happening, but how much do you really learn at, at Tribal Council anyway? I was kind of freaking out when Jeff said this because I was like, oh, wow. At first, because I thought, oh, it's going to be Keith and uh, Wendy. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I, they technically, they have met everyone, like, at that challenge. Like, obviously, they didn't sit down and chat to everyone. But technically, everyone was there at that one moment together and everything. So I thought that, oh, maybe at this point, since everyone knows everyone kind of thing, the people who leave will get put on the jury. But obviously, that wasn't the case. And by the way, it sounds like we're only going to have two people not on the jury this season. It seems like if everyone... Yeah leaves at this point moving forward they're aware of what's going on in the game um so i mean obviously we'll see if the three that are still on the island will get a chance to be on the jury even if they leave um it's un- unclear and how um it's going to get resolved in terms of the jury in general if everyone does stay and like you know joe say for instance gets back in the game everyone else is going to be on the jury and now we have 12 plus people on the jury so it'll be interesting to see how that works out yeah, I suppose that the real concern is, or well, it's way in the future, but is how the second person who comes back from Edge of Extinction, what type of advantage are they going to have if they make the end by like spending X amount of days with everybody who's been voted out, um, and whether that does factor into the end vote or not. Yeah, and if it's someone who goes out, you know, pre-merge or post-merge mm-hmm. and see how that kind of matters. Because someone like Reem or Chris, they've been out of the game for the longest time. You know, yeah. they haven't been at camp or at tribal council in forever. So it's definitely a curious thing to see who gets what and how that plays into going out. Obviously, we've got a lot of game left to go. There's a lot of people still in the game, even though we've only technically lost two people out of this entire game. <laughs> So it's very interesting. We're like almost 20 days in and we still have nearly everyone in the game. Uh, what are your kind of general thoughts, predictions to come? Any winner tinglings with anyone? Um, winner tinglings. I feel like I have good vibes about like some of like the newbies more than the returning players. I think on like Karma, I think like Victoria has been shown to have like her head really in the game. I'm kind of worried that she's going to burn too many people. She seems so um, keen on like making moves and, and, and changing sides if she needs to. I'm just worried that she's just going to like screw so many people over that they're going to hold it against her. Um, and I think Lauren, if she's able to kind of stick it out with her like not eating rice. Um, the fact that she has an idol and she's like paired with Kelly, but she's kind of the like less threatening one from that pair. I think, um, she's got a good chance to go far. And I agree with what you were saying earlier. I feel like this is potentially going to be a moment that they come to regret about not taking out, um, a Manu player just because the fact that, yeah, that they do have three idols, um, between that group. Now I feel like Kama Strong is not going to stay so strong for, um, a long time. I do think one thing that's really been great this season, even though we're talking about future, but um, we're getting a lot of anti-returning player. Maybe that's just the the comma group, like because mm-hmm. obviously they're the only two the returnees that have been voted out are the ones that uh, are were on the same tribe. But I feel like if 
people like, you know, I could see someone like War Dog eventually going to get rid of, you know, Kelly and David, and I could see Rick flipping for whatever reason and stuff. So I think we have a good shot of a newbie taking this out. Just yeah. because we've seen them be every, I feel like almost everyone's been so alert this season. This season, all the new players have not been lured into this false like, "Oh, I'll work with them and then I'll get rid of them," but then never get rid of them kind of deal. Yeah, almost. Um, no, it's it's definitely been nice to see them like coming through with those plans. But I feel like like that's a thing on every kind of mixed season is it's always talked about. Uh, and you kind of get your hopes up that it's going to happen, and yet yeah, never like materializes. So the fact that they've talked about it, they've done it twice now. Um, it feels like it's like a legitimate threat when they mention it that it could potentially come true. Yeah, you know, a lot of the time, the fraternity players get the new in the false sense of security, and then they kind of just get booted. But everyone's been so alert, and I think that that's been really like a real blessing of the season is that everyone's been here to play. I mean, obviously. You know, players like Reem and Keith have not been good players, but they're here to play for themselves and make sure that they kind of succeed, Yep, which is very refreshing on a mixed season. Um, and the returning players are not duds in terms of like, you know, I'm trying to like Russell Swan's not back, um, you know, kind of thing where mm. like, they're easy to get rid of or goats or anything like that. They're actual tough competitors that we could, that you actually have to fight against. Mm. So it's yeah, not just it's like not a the, wash. Uh, favorites tribe from well, at least three quarters of the favorites tribe from Caramon, and yeah. even then they still do good. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely a tough battle that these new players are doing, but they're doing it really well, and that's what's been making this season so exciting. Um, plus, all the great character that we're getting from everyone, minus half the Manu tribe. Aurora. <laughs> I was gonna say Julia, Julie, Aurora, Gavin, Eric. Victoria's been great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so any final thoughts on the episode, the season? Um, are we excited for the future? Yeah, I'm just excited moving forward. I think there's no kind of clear way that this is going to go, um, which is refreshing. I think similar to how last season, you didn't really know what was going to pan out. There were kind of these inklings of cross-tribe alliances forming, which you've seen with like Julian Rick. Um so I feel like nothing at this point is, is set in stone, which is definitely an advantage from like something like Ghost Island where we'd only heard from like four people at this point in time and there was just these big characters and you knew that one of them was going to take it, whereas this is just, it's wide open. Um, apart from, yeah, maybe Aurora and Julia, um, I wouldn't be surprised at anybody taking um, out the title. Which is good to watch, and obviously we've got all these players that could come back. You know, Reem's still got a shot to win. Um, very likely, unlikely, but um, still got a shot. An impressive story. <laughs> the biggest underdog ever. Speaking of Reem, before we end out, um, I figured I'd let you talk about um, your legacy of last episode we talked about Reem. Um, mm-hmm. We played the very famous Australian jingle that everyone... Mm-hmm loves um to install the ream yeah um and obviously you're doing your work to try and be a brand ambassador for them with your product um embellishment here but um thank you for contributing to last podcast and no problem i'm so glad um that she's on the season with that name and the fact that anytime 
I hear her name or see that jingle or see a sign on the way into uni that's advertising that company, um, I get a bit of a laugh out of it. So, yeah, install a ream. Um, she's coming back and she's going to um, slay all your faves and return <laughs> to the game and she's going to win immunity and she's going to, like, boss her way through that fire-making challenge and then she's going to get a 13-0-0 to zero to zero vote win. Um, it's just going to be so impressive. Or more than 13 to 0 because zero, there's a lot yeah. of people. Uh, hopefully we can install a ream into the future gameplay. We'll see how that goes. Maybe she'll get some more advantages in the future. But we're hoping for ream here and and the ream company in Australia. We're hoping. We're pulling out for you. Um, so now it's time to rate the episode. What are your thoughts? Are you going to buy, bin, or rent the episode? Uh, I'm going to buy it. I feel like there was a lot Ooh. going on, um, and it's a good setup uh, moving forward. That's a very good response. I did not expect to buy, but because I was expecting a rent, maybe I was going to rent it. Now I'm convinced that I should buy it, and I think I'm going to do that. So I think we're gonna, I'll buy it with you. So we have two buys on the merge because it was just an enjoyable episode. I think one of the better of the season, one of the more dramatic of the season. Um, I would bin Wendy leaving, but other than that, it's been a, a pure buy, a thrill to watch, um, and it's been great to talk about Survivor. Um, obviously, it's been a long time since we did this. We did the premiere and did the merge. We'll probably do a conclusion coming in the future. Probably get Colin back on here and you and everyone and see what we can do, but I've been glad to chat to you. It's been good. Uh, good to get all these thoughts out and yeah, it's been fun. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, the inevitable con- conclusion of this season. So that will do it for us. Stay tuned to Oz Network. Subscribe, listen, download, um, enjoy, rate, uh, like on Facebook, all that stuff. And yeah, until next time, we'll meet you at the edge of extinction. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.